This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Psychedelic Furs, Ghost in You, final hour of the week on your favorite talk show in New York City. That's me, Sid Rosenberg, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Been a great show today. All of our guests, Curtis Sliwa, talking some radio history with Opie and Anthony and me and I miss all that good stuff. Glenn Rice was great. Heat Knicks, they get going Sunday at Madison Square Garden. And an exclusive moments ago from my dear friend Joe Tacopina, as he did, in fact, cross-examine E. Jean Carroll for President Trump yesterday, President Trump, his office called me yesterday. He'll be on next Wednesday. That is May the 10th, not the 30s in Europe next week. Wednesday, May the 10th, 8.05 a.m. I'll get 15 minutes with my friend, President Trump. Talking about friends, she is a tremendous congresswoman. Great. On this show all the time. Friend of ours for many, many years and a big weekend coming up with the big Greek Independence Day parade on Sunday, weather permitting, of course. It's our dear friend, Nicole Maliotakis. Nicole, good morning. How are you? Good. Great to be with you. Great to be with you. I know the, uh, you know, tonight we got that baseball game in Staten Island, second season for John and Margot's Ferry Hawks. We expect rain. And Sunday we got the Greek Independence Day parade. We expect rain. What the hell's going on here? Uh uh, you know what? Let's hope for the best here and that it clears up because everyone on Staten Island is looking forward to the opening game of the Ferry Hawks tonight. Yeah, it was a big deal last year. Uh, season one was a big deal. Now even better. Homer Bush, the manager, and came off a pretty good second half. And they should be a very good baseball team. They bring back Kelsey Whitmore, the female player, good player. So it should be big. And I know you're on Staten Island. So when you say everybody on Staten Island, you're one of those folks. Let's keep it to the state, the city and the state. The governor, Kathy Hochul, looks like we finally have a budget in place. It's not official just yet, but it should be in a couple of days, about $230 billion. She says uh, this new uh, budget will actually give judges discretion when it comes to bail reform. There's a few things in here that sounds to me even Republicans may like. Or is this, uh, are they pulling the wool over our eyes? What's the deal with this? 
Well, so first of all, let's start with the amount, right? I mean, again, uh, an incredibly bloated, tremendous budget that does not respect the taxpayers. I mean, you're talking about double what the state of Florida uh, spends when Florida has millions of more residents. So once again, you know, they're not looking to be conservative during these tough fiscal and economic times. They're looking to continue to hurt the American taxpayers and spend their money unwisely. Remember, uh, all sorts of things in the past that they've been spending money on, right, health care for those who are in the country illegally, uh, all sorts of, uh, you know, um, handouts and things like that, that, um, you know, don't respect hardworking taxpayers. So we start with that. But is that that stuff in this budget, too, really taking care of the migrants, illegals? I mean, of course, course they're spending money on all sorts of stuff. They never stopped, you know, since, uh, you know, the days that I left, they had since uh, decided to give free college tuition to those in the country, illegally. They decided to give free health care to people in the country illegally. So again, uh, a bloated budget twice the size of Florida, where Florida has millions of more residents, just no justification for that whatsoever. Um, But what I'll say aside from that, uh, the bail stuff, Uh, we were hopeful that um, Kathy Hochul would would stick to what she said and allow judges to use discretion to to consider dangerousness, right? Uh, what I'm understanding now, the details are not out yet. The actual budget is not out yet. But what I'm understanding is that she kind of caved to the left wing here and is only allowing them to uh, not have to be not judges don't have to use the least restrictive means, but can only be they can only consider whether someone will return to court or not, whether they're a flight risk, not whether they are violent and dangerous to the community and wow. may commit another crime. I, I got to tell you, I'm, 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 glad, I'm, I'm glad you just said this. Because it does read that in today's New York Post, Nicole, on page 7, would Nick's, quote, least restrictive bail law? Because the media is so phony that they would have you believing that she actually did the latter, that it is about the dangerousness clause and keeping really bad people off the streets. And as you just pointed out, that's not the case. Well, yeah, so we're waiting for that, that text to come out. But the, when, I, when I heard that there was a deal, I was I – was, I heard that it was least restrictive is just eliminated, which means that they can only still consider you if you're not a flight risk. And the dangerous component is really so critical. But, look, let's be honest. In in boroughs outside of Staten Island, uh, the judges are quite liberal, and you see them releasing dangerous people uh, even when prosecutors ask for bail. Okay? So, um, you know, I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make, um, but it, it, it is a step at least in the right direction. It's just not enough. It's just yeah. simply not enough. Uh, and, and, you know, we are concerned, obviously, that crime is going to continue as long as they, they, they keep this law uh, basically uh, the same. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I want to give it, I want to at least let them come out with the text first, uh, but that's my understanding of what mm. it is. And you're right. The New York Times, um, I saw some other, you know, the, uh, the media on television saying uh, dangerous, this would allow them to keep dangerous offenders, but they're not considering dangerous. Hmm. They're considering only if they're a flight risk. That's the difference there, and that's where the progressives won, and that's where Kathy Hochul caved. That's a big difference. I'm not surprised she caved. And talking about not enough, and I know Hochul was in favor of this, and so am I. I can't believe I'm agreeing with her, but I did a couple of times the last couple of weeks, and that is charter schools. Only 14 new charter schools for New York. Now, the mayor, Eric... He has been very, very high on charter schools for years. But when he was pressed a couple of weeks ago, we started talking about money, 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 money. And all of a sudden wasn't yelling and screaming 
about charter schools. Talking about not enough? 14, Nicole? Not enough. Yeah, well, charter schools are, are great institutions. In fact, uh, on Monday I was with Success Academy um, and at their annual gala talking about how amazing the achievements of their students, 100% college-bound. Uh, all of them are acing their exams. They are outperforming, sadly, uh, our public school system, and, and they are a great model that we should be looking to repeat across the country. And, I, and just while we're on this topic, we just had a hearing with Randy Weingarten, the uh, fed, you know, yeah. the uh, yeah. <laughs> teachers union on the yeah. federal level, yeah. talking about how she worked to keep schools closed. She should be in prison. Pandemic. She should be in it prison. A year after, a year yeah. after the private and Catholic schools had opened and she had pushed to keep them closed. And so we went after her on that uh, in the collusion between teachers union and uh, the Biden administration to set triggers to keep public schools closed. In New York City, Man, it's so tragic what we're seeing as a result of that loss in learning. Uh, 50% of the kids are failing their uh, reading exams. A third are failing, or or only a third are passing their math exams. Uh, And they're actually lowering the standards in New York State because that's how bad it is. Mm. They have to lower the standards to uh, help kids pass. And and that should not be. No. Um, So we should be doing more of what the charter schools are doing. Uh, and, and not what Randy Weingarten is telling them to do. No, Mulgrew and Weingarten should both be in prison. So the Post reads today, Nicole, stop the buses. Adams begs FEMA to halt border convoys. 1,300 migrants arrived in New York City just this week. Now, the mayor is supposed to be on today. He is busy. Fabian Levy at the, um, at, uh, the city hall there told me he'll come on on Wednesday. That's fine. But, you know, a lot of people are saying this morning, and Mr. Mayor, Stop yelling and bitching and complaining about the migrants. Stop asking Joe Biden for money when you're the one bending over backwards to take care of these people. It's one thing to show human interest. I get that. They're human beings. So are you. But the fancy hotels, the food, all the things we've done for them that the mayor is good with is way over the top. So some are saying his words today, they don't exactly care because what he says is not what he practices. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And when the mayor comes on, I'm sure he's going to tell you, he's going to point to the right to shelter law. And he's going to say, well, we have a right to shelter law that requires housing anybody in New York. What you need to do is tell him that that right to shelter law, the intent of that when it was uh, adopted in 1980, was actually a court decree, was for U.S. citizens, New Yorkers who are citizens. It's different, never meant that we had to house citizens of other countries, he chose to do that. And he's not challenging it, quite frankly, like Mayor Giuliani did, like Mayor Bloomberg did. And he should be challenging that right to shelter to get clarification because it is not meant for citizens of other countries. It would be ridiculous. How many people are on the planet? So you're telling me if everybody on the planet decided to come to New York City, we would have to house them? It's just ridiculous. So so um, he needs to challenge that. And he's the only mayor, by the way, who decided to house individuals for this long periods of time. No other city's doing this. Why is New York doing it? We don't. We shouldn't be doing it. It's wrong. And, that it, and he complains about the resources, but he should be stop the housing and also tell the president to secure the border. We have Republicans and Democrats now saying the border needs to be secured. We just came out with a great bill with Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise to secure our border. We're going to be passing that out of the House. Uh, yep. And this is the time to get on board yep. and tell the president to stop. And by the way, it is it is 
so tragic what is happening. All these minor children that are coming in, we don't know where they are. They've been handled where? We had a whistleblower come the other day before our committee saying that they are being uh, abused, that they are being, you know, worked long hours illegally in different uh, industries. How are we allowing this human trafficking to be taking place? Yeah. Um, it is really horrible. Yeah. Uh, what it's, He's not doing the migrants any favors by allowing this type of human sex trafficking and other activities, drug trafficking to happen. Yeah, so, that's uh, that's where it becomes very difficult with the mayor. The story you just touched on, I was actually on TV across the street yesterday when Scalise and Jordan broke in with their press conference. And, look, we know Title 42, Nicole, is about to come to an end. Mayorkas is saying, don't you worry, we're shutting it down. It's going to be closed after May 5th. In the meantime, he's the biggest liar in D.C. But uh, to your point about the kids, these are unaccompanied minors. And uh, at least the rumors are this is sweatshops, 1920 sweatshops all over again. So if you're Mayor Eric Adams, and by the way, I know him, all right, he's a good heart. He's not a bad guy. He's a good heart. Beginning about the adult migrants, how can you possibly, possibly make an argument for what's going on with these kids? Yeah, I mean, where's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez with her crocodile tears? What, what, what? Where are these people when they're seeing that American citizens are dying from the fentanyl streaming over our border, when they're seeing these children, these young children being exploited, when they know that women and children are being raped along the journey, um, the sex trafficking that's taking place? It is, it is just horrible. And, and, and I think that there's a solution here, and we can increase the number of, of visas, uh, work visas, family-sponsored visas. Um, for people who want to come in and contribute or be with their families who are already U.S. citizens. Um, there's a solution here, but it has to start with securing the border. You need to stop the flow, get control of our border, stop feeding it to the drug cartels, and then let's work on uh, having a policy where we know who is coming in and out of our country. Nicole, you're always great. I hope the weather does hold up. See you at the uh, baseball game later on tonight, season two of Staten Island Ferry Hawk Baseball, Homer Bush. And that crew get going. And then, of course, on Sunday at the Greek Independence Parade. I think if I remember correctly, a couple of years ago, me and Danielle, uh, they they canceled the parade because of COVID. So John and Margo, these two lovely people, they had that yacht parade. And did I meet your mom and dad that day? My mother was with me, and it was like the hottest day ever in New York City history. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but she was so sweet and so nice. She didn't seem bothered at all. And, and, uh, in fact, you you remind me very much of her. but she's bioengineered for hot weather. Oh, she yeah, she's used to that. That's true. That's right. So, because you're uh, part Cuban and part Greek, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, what a what a spicy combination to go. Hey, listen. Have a great weekend. You were great again today. Keep coming back. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Thanks. Great to have you, Nicole Maliotakis, right here on Sid and Friends in the morning, and uh, she uh, straightened out some stuff about this Kathy Hochul budget. Be careful what you read today. Because she straightened it out. She good, that Nicole.